0: RANK IT
1: RANK IT RANK IT RANK IT RANK IT BITCH
2: Hi everybody, hi everybody, hi everybody and welcome to RANK IT The standalone podcast which is starting this weekend
1: Uh, yes sir
2: Yeah Whoa. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this year that we're ranking this time is... um.
1: Well, yeah, you well you chose <laughs> it. The year 2011. So
2: Yeah, we're ranking our top seven movies from give the year 2011. Give me your impression I of, of 2011. I, d- I saw a lot of movies from 2011. <laughs> I saw 26 movies or something like that. Uh, that is maybe eight times the amount of movies I normally see in a year.
1: You said 26 movies?
2: Yeah. yeah you see about 3.5 movies a year. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Like, like in like from that year. I watch other movies from other years. Right, right. But from like new years. movies. Yeah, 3.5. That's
0: like two a month.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I didn't watch them all in 2011, that's for sure. Like I, I watched maybe like at least nine of these in the first three months of 2012.
1: You got to catch up, man. I think we're in a better decade, actually, in the long run than we will have been in the 90s. You think that's because of technology or... The odds? Well, actually, you know what? I'm kind of counting the odds with the tens at this point. We're only like a few years into the tens, but they're nice. They're very nice.
2: Well, no, 2011 looks like it had a bunch of good stuff, and uh, but mostly 2013 we know had a
1: bunch of good stuff, and 2012 was amazing. No, I mean, like I'll be honest. 2011 is the weakest of those, but I think you can maybe see the seeds of something starting to change. It's a very fitful. What about 2010? 2010, at least, at the social network. 2010 had a bunch of good shit. Yeah, all
2: right. So, like, yeah, we got a lot of good movies in this decade, given that we're only four years into it.
1: But does 2020 ta- fall into the odds and not the tens? Yeah, 2000 through 2009.
2: 2010 through 20 er, 2019. Oh, okay. 30. It starts at gotcha. zero. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, then we, we are having a good decade. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're off to a good start.
2: Yeah, right? So, uh, our list this week, uh, who wants to start off with our number seven? I nominate Grandy.
0: My number seven? <laughs> uh, Kung Fu Panda. Two? Uh, I've not seen uh, Kung Fu Panda 2. Yeah, of course. Uh, right. Uh, I've not seen a ton of movies uh, from 2011. Um, and I've also not seen Kung Fu Panda 2. Uh, but the first one was great, so I imagine the second one was great and uh, much better than all those other movies that I didn't even begin to recognize. Sounds like good logic from that list.
1: Indeed.
2: Can you pass me the bourbon. Yeah, I mean whiskey. I mean golden liquid that is not alcoholic at all.
0: I've got a cup of water. You can have some of. Brady, up. what's your number
2: seven?
1: Uh, my number seven is a Sundance indie called Martha Marcy, Mar- Wait, hold on. <laughs> Martha Marcy May Marlene, by freshman director Sean Durkin, I think. And in a
2: what's a freshman director? He's
1: he's a first timer, young buck. He's a rookie. I, ho-
2: I hope to be one of those in
1: three years. You should you you, well, you should watch it for this reason. He's a hungry young dude. Uh, and, but what was really shocking about this, it revealed that there was an actual talented Olsen sister. Like, and I mean super talented, watch out for this one. Elizabeth Olsen should have been nominated for Best Actress that year. Not Mary-Kate or Ashley the Twins, uh, but Elizabeth.
2: Okay. Mary-Kate was okay in Weeds. I mean, compared to the rest of the people in Weeds.
1: Uh, well, I'll catch up with Weeds <laughs> one of these days.
0: No, you won't. You shouldn't. <laughs> it should never yeah, it caught should. my attention, and it should have. But it Ask never my nursing
1: work. home to put it on in the background for me.
2: <laughs> okay, well do. You know, you might get one of your last boners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think oh, wait, so. Wait, are you
2: going to nursing home now? No, no. You're talking about... Years and years from now. No, yeah, I
1: didn't mean like I want to go to a nursing home and pop a boner now. That might not work.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That might not work because by the time you watch it, like, there'll be tons of old pictures of that actress. In which case, just like the idea of her will be so, like, you know, her at 40 and below, like, hot, but I don't think she'll age well.
1: But I'll be able to trace the passage of time. There's nothing sexier than that. Nothing.
2: So your number seven was that one. Martha, Marcy,
1: May, Marlene. Uh, and because we've wasted so much time, I'll make it quick. <laughs> it's about a young woman in her early 20s who at some point was es- essentially inducted into a very manipulative cult in the woods, uh, I think in the woods of New York. And so it cuts between that and her eventually escaping and seeking refuge with her estranged sister and her husband. And it's it's basically kind of about the loss of identity. And we feel through the editing her just complete la- loss of personhood. And it's probably the best movie about the cult feeling I've seen. Maybe The Master is up there? Anyway, number seven.
2: Yeah, I've never heard of that movie. I didn't see it. It's, it's great. In, uh, I recommend it. And if mm. uh, if Brady likes it and it's about those things, it's probably not very good, so I'm probably not going to watch it.
1: Hey, oh yeah. No, you shouldn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad that I called his bluff on that. Uh, my number seven is a good movie. That I've seen (laughs) (laughs) called The Descendants with George Clooney, and uh, it's directed by that guy who did Nebraska, and also Shame.
1: No, not Shame. Sideways.
2: Sideways, sorry. Who did Shame?
1: Shame Steve McQueen. Oh, that's
2: right. Steve McQueen did uh, 12 Years years a Slave, and Shame. Yes. Cool. Got it. Yeah. I get those two confused. Sorry. Um yeah, The Descendants, good movie. Grandy.
0: Oh, um, my number six is the remastered, re-released version of The Lion King. Uh, the Lion King is a classic movie and should have been re-released of all the Disney movies they ever did, uh, for the most part.
2: I'm sure uh, it'll be re-released again in 2014 as a 10-year redo.
1: Well, they released it in 2011, so 15. Maybe.
2: Wait, wasn't it a 94 movie?
1: Well, yeah, so why'd they release it in 2011? They're weird. That's 17. Money.
2: Money, money, money.
1: I mean, is a good number.
0: Money.
1: <laughs> wait, 17.
2: 94 <laughs> to 2011. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, because 90 is 20 years. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Don't worry, I'm sure there's a conspiracy under this. We just got to dig. <laughs> yeah, it was actually originally <laughs> I released how many in one 2004 of you and
2: we've all had our memories wiped and then rewritten to think we it was released in 94.
1: Anyway, why do you like this movie, Grandy?
0: Oh, uh, it was just one of those great animated cartoons that Disney did back in the day that just had a, a real cool story. Uh, tigers fighting, or lions. And, yeah, it was just cool. A lot of the characters had heart and uh, a lot of depth. Like, Scar was, like, a well-done character. Uh, Just like most of the characters in that movie. Played by Sean Connery,
1: right? Uh, No, 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 no. Was it? uh, Jeremy Irons? Jeremy Irons.
2: Yeah, okay. Who was played by Sean Connery? Nobody. Yeah. James (laughs) Earl Jones played your
1: No, Dragonheart. Dragonheart was played by Sean Connery. yeah, That was a good
2: movie. I mean, it was a bad movie, but I mean, it was a a good. But with a movie. great score, it's a great really score. good bad movie.
1: <laughs> anyway, a good
2: bad, good bad, good bad movie. Anyway, uh, Brady, what's your number six? Hopefully, uh, better than a good bad, good bad, good bad movie.
1: Uh, yeah, my number six for 2011 is 2011's eventual best picture champion, and a movie that even to like, I've been gradually moving it down because I think it has flaws, but each time I did it, felt like kicking a puppy because like. This thing is just an adorable fucking Jack Russell Terrier dog who can do tricks for you and saves you from a fire. It's the artist. Uh, it's great. It's, it's warm, and uh, it's I got... I it was Tintin. <laughs> no, no, not Tintin. Um,
2: Tintin could save me from a fire, though.
1: Well, yeah, but he's a person, so, like, shoot for something higher, Tintin. I mean, Uggie's <laughs> a dog. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa Spiky. Could, okay. The dog from Tintin could save me from a fire.
1: Oh well, Snowy. Well, Snowy's awesome. I'm not gonna throw any shade at Snowy.
2: Wah, wah.
1: <laughs> I would never do that. I would never insult Tintin, the graphic novel. Um, so, yeah, no, no. This th- the artist is warm and wonderful and has uh, outstanding physical comedy. Like the the physicality of those two actors is is really great. Like it's a subtle movie and a a really joyful movie with some sadness, and some movie love thrown in. So, yeah, The Artist is great.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, my number six <laughs> is um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes because it was bitching. It was probably the best Planet of the Apes movie since the Planet of the Apes, the original. Uh, maybe it wasn't as good as Beneath the Planet of the Apes in the bad, cheesy, corny movie sort of way. Because Beneath the Planet of the Apes is kind of really... Okay, here, here's what happened with that. It's like, uh, Planet of the Apes is awesome. And then everybody's like, wow, that's crazy. That We haven't really seen anything like that on the screen, mainstream, done like that. You know, freaked everybody out. And then Beneath the Planet of the Apes was expected to be just as awesome, and it wasn't. But at the time, everybody was like, with it, they're like, oh, man, craziness. They all worship an unexploded nuclear bomb. That's not heavy-handed symbolism, man. That's just—that's just, that's just <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, beneath the Planet of the Apes was the first one that made me think like that, you know, because it's about uh, genetic engineering and maybe just a kind of fresh, new take on the Planet of the Apes causation, causality, universe.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Uh well, then uh, my number five has uh, got to be.
2: No, no, we're on number six.
0: Yeah. But you you were first. definitely We're at up to number 6. Five. Uh, first, yeah. uh, so, my number 5 uh is the Pirates of the Caribbean movie that uh came out in 2011. Uh whichever everyone that would be. And this is another case kind of like the uh the Kung Fu Panda where I didn't see it, but uh, Jack Sparrow does a great job at being an awesome pirate. Uh and it's always a great adventure and Uh, It's another one of those Disney things that they just did right. Uh, And I imagine they did it right this time as well, even though it probably got confidated and yada, yada. It's the third movie. Give them a break. Uh, Yeah, so
1: number five. All right, my number five is a movie that I love from uh, the very young director, but he's... He's got an excellent record coming out of the gate. It's Bennett Miller, who did uh, 2006's Capote. Uh, and this time, he turns his eye from uh, a murder to <laughs> to the subject of baseball, which one would think would be a, a pretty dry place to find drama. But, well, if I say things slow, it's going to go slow. You've got to let me get through this, man. Keep time. going.
2: I'm. I'm not interrupting you.
1: No, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, Bennett Miller's Moneyball. Uh, yeah, just a a really detailed script by uh, Aaron Sorkin and Steven Zalian that uses the intricacy of baseball and baseball dialect, but turns it into just sparkling poetry and uh, a really nice theme about. Uh, underdog's triumphing that isn't stupid and uh, has respect for the intelligence of that and actually uses a real example. And uh, I hope the ace win the World Series soon because, uh, yeah, it's it's pure poetry, but with uh, a good eye for detail and some phenomenal acting. So Moneyball.
2: My number five is uh, Midnight in Paris because that's a Woody Allen movie, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really good and movie. And it's
2: kind of got Owen Wilson filling the... Uh, the uh, place of the new Woody Allen actor, like Woody Allen doesn't really seem to want to act in his movies anymore. So Owen Wilson is a good substitute for that. One of the best. Yeah. So uh, that and just the sentiment of it, and I went out with my girlfriend who is an artist, and she just loved, you know, oh look, that's Hemingway, oh that's Salvador Dali, oh that's this person, oh and it's a, it's a very good date movie and a very good movie in general. So to tie those two together. You know, other than being before sunrise or before midnight or before, the other one sunset. Uh, yeah, other than being that, it that's that's hard to do because normally, like the guys go chick flick. I'll take it to her for a date, or like, you know, kind of like a year, uh, movie of the year sort of thing that everybody must see, even if the girl won't like it. You can justify it. So, um, yeah, props to that for. Not falling into either one of those categories, but instead being a good date movie that's a good movie. And so I, th- I think with that, we're going to duck out and do a little uh, break segment for this called uh, Soundtracks.
1: Oh, how's this going to work?
2: I'm going to play soundtrack, and then movies. you have to buzz in as who you are, i pause it, and then you say what it is. Like a score uh-huh. or
1: no. a song? Could be either uh, or. Birdie
0: shall movie. be the victor. Um, okay,
1: Okay. All right. It'll be distinct. Uh,
0: can I guess the first one early? Oh, you gotta Absolutely. I mean, Grandy. <laughs> Back to the future. That's not the first one. <laughs> I mean, you
1: already lost a point. <laughs> 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 I didn't know you could lose Your points. We had not
0: started. Don't yeah. look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could read th- How can you read that far away? I'm not blind. at <laughs> <laughs> really an angle to rub. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: got eyes like a cat. That's what <laughs> okay. Everybody ran I'm ready. Uh huh.
0: Do 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 <laughs> do 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 do, do. Oh.
1: Brady, the real Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. That's one for Brady. You got that really fast. Well, that, once that part, like, that part, like, is on the credits, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, credits.
0: It's scary that you know which part of the movie that particular part <laughs> of the soundtrack <laughs> came from, Brady.
1: <laughs> but it's really distinctive because they have, like, the color and, like... You
0: ready? <laughs> scene four.
1: I'm ready. Wait,
0: I'm recording now. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know this one.
1: <laughs> Brady. Uh, okay, I go to Brady. Fight Club?
0: Nope. No, Mortal Kombat.
1: Guesses? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just letting it play.
2: You can buzz in again whenever you think.
1: Brady. The girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Or Grandy Street Fighter.
2: The correct answer was Kill Bill Volume 1. Oh. Uh, uh,
1: yeah,
0: how the fuck did, I'm kind did of you know that?
1: I don't know, I just I missed it.
0: Wow. I don't pay attention to soundtracks okay, when I watch movies.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Brady, Blade Runner? Nope. Let's switch it to...
2: Uh...
1: <laughs> Wait, I can't answer, right? Grandy, <laughs>
0: uh, mm, The yeah. Hobbit?
1: Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. you got to buzz in. Brady, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship <laughs> of the Rings. Correct. I'm, I don't even recognize that one, because everyone thinks of are like... Yeah, no, I know. I what I was actually
2: trying to find, but I haven't had a chance to get through these. Ooh, I've got... Uh, I've got this is going to be a really good one.
1: Brady? Remember the Titans? I mean I know the
0: song. Yeah. No, it's some uh, moderately classic movie.
2: Actually that's um that's actually not what I meant to play, I'm sorry.
0: Movie. Okay, I,
2: I'm, gonna, I'm just not going to use this one because it's <laughs> not what I thought it was. Oh, okay, you guys will like this. No peeking now.
1: Brady! Brady. Star Wars. Which one?
0: Episode.
1: And episode four: A New Hope. Yep. Ah. <laughs> well that's <laughs> a... Well it kicks us off with the... Yeah. Oh, here
2: we go. This'll be good.
0: The crapshoots, which one?
1: <laughs> yeah. See. Brady The Graduate Correct. Wow that's a heady piece of The Graduate You picked <laughs> Damn <laughs> Most plot, of it's right? just the damn pop songs themselves No it's
0: 37 I think it's a solid round number okay,
1: here's one Brady <laughs> The harder they come Yeah well
2: done
1: Well that yeah No one knows that movie. They just know the soundtrack. I know. Crazy? Really confidential? No.
0: Grandy. Same that movie. That, I'm thinking of a show, though, which it's not. There was a movie made from a show. Trigun? It's not Cowboy Bebop either? Uh, uh, those, were the, my two those were my two thoughts.
1: I mean, it's not for any points, but is that Firewalk Fireful? with Me? Yeah. Okay. What is it? It's It's the Twin Peaks movie. I still haven't What's seen What's it called, though? It's Oh, Firewalk, uh, Firewalk with Me? Yeah, I've never me. seen
0: it. Yeah, I thought you might have seen Twin Peaks. I've uh, never seen Twin Peaks. I I've seen the first two I
1: episodes. I need to sit down with
0: I've it. Got, I've, got, uh, I've
2: got one here.
0: Mm. <laughs> and then we have to go back to our
1: rinket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, yeah, we're so on
2: Brady,
1: Mortal Kombat.
2: No.
0: I know who this is.
1: Movies that I have not seen. can i guess another one uh, uh
0: grandy i'm not right but house of a thousand corpses huh? it's not house of a thousand corpses no because that's not ready
1: run lola run is that that Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was cool, but <laughs> if it's like the beach or something, I don't know.
2: I'm surprised you guys aren't getting this.
0: Grandy, Johnny Darko.
1: the matrix really that's
0: that? a no right that's a, nobody place, got it. Place another
2: one the correct answer wait do you want me do you guys both vote for me to give you one more no, track no, from this no, movie no. no i mean that's cool because i mean like i really think both of you know this movie and i'm super surprised you haven't gotten this yet
1: okay
0: urmas uh, señor Wait, do you think I saw Tron? Okay, cause this is, one <laughs> is starting to sound that way.
2: This is a really awesome score that was made by the director himself. I'll give you that.
0: Quit giving Brady hints.
2: That's a hint for both of
0: you. <laughs> yeah, like I know.
2: Actually, you probably would know that this was done by that director.
0: Hmm.
1: Brady the Shining?
2: Nope.
0: Grandy Inglorious (laughs) Bastards?
2: Grandy, you're really close,
0: but no. Ah. Must be another Tarantino. The correct answer is Planet Terror. Ah. Oh, Uh, okay. It's...
1: Okay, I okay. can see how there was no, such a like mix the theme of I
2: like that different movie. types yeah. of, and that theme goes out through the entire movie, and it's just—it's something I play on guitar all the time around you guys too.
1: I never knew quit this. plagiarizing your guitar okay. work,
0: Rob. <laughs> all
1: right. <laughs> Sorry, man. I don't know that one. It's okay. I really like Planet Terror, though.
2: pretty sure both of you have seen this one too. Oh. This is a really like classic
0: soundtrack.
1: Brady Hannah, uh, incorrect, older a lot. Definitely
0: older. Yeah. <coughs> I recognize the stuttering in it, but.
1: jaws
2: if it were jaws i would definitely show you that dun dun, <laughs> dun 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 dun
0: dun dun yeah it's not coming to me
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, see, that, that, that madness is what You guys totally must remember away. this from the movie <laughs> Yeah, no, it was like How do I not think of What is it, Rob? I'm really curious
2: The correct answer was Dawn of the Dead.
1: Which Dawn of the Dead?
2: Uh, the original.
1: This is not in the original Dawn of the Dead.
2: Oh, you're right. I got the wrong uh soundtrack. That's what I meant to download. I, I have not seen oh, Zack there? Snyder's
1: Dawn of the Dead, nor is it Score Classic. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Wait, I mean So is this in the I new don't know Dawn the score of the dead, from then? Dawn of the
2: Dead. No, I know. But I accidentally downloaded the wrong one. A newer okay. version I got the newer version. Oh, that was really interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we got this, uh We got this here. Uh, what well, why do you have to listen to it here? Brady Who framed Roger Rabbit? Correct. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, I promise next time I'll do more prep for that. I I actually had more prep for this to do. This is just a bunch of shit I downloaded for this game. Good trial. Yeah. Woo. All right, back to our Rank It. Hold on. Rank It.
0: Bitch! All right. Hey. Welcome.
2: (laughs) Yes, welcome what, Grandy? Where? What now?
0: Wait, I thought you were saying something, Robert. No, I was interrupting you just to show you that I appreciate (laughs) you. (laughs) Oh, um, so yeah. Back to the ranked, gentlemen Uh, and ladies, because I'm sure people are. We value womanhood. Uh, So back to the ranked, and I want to say we're on number four, because
1: yeah, we're we're number four
0: next. And my number four. uh, Well, you know, I'm kind of interested in what Brady's number four is. Oh, you gotta go first. We we gotta respect the order. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. You and your rules. Uh, Well, then, uh, my number four is Green Lantern. Uh, Another movie that uh, I really should have seen, but I haven't. Uh, And I heard that, like, it was a lot of CG with everything. And it was all, like, ridiculous. But (laughs) I have an appreciation for comic books. And uh, I'm sure right behind all of that ridiculous CG and everything... It was pretty cool. Uh, in a comic-y, like, ridiculous way. Like, you couldn't do the Green Lantern without there being a ridiculous amount of CG. That's just a fact. Uh, and so I'm speculating it would have been my number four movie.
2: I mean, if you had Bruce Lee, you could do it without... Oh, wait, I'm thinking Green
1: Hornet. Well, I di- okay, I, I didn't yeah, see either. different different <laughs> I didn't see either of the green superhero movies of that year. The problem I heard wasn't so much the see CG, the but that uh, Ryan Different Reynolds... Year.
2: Oh, wait, you're talking about the uh, MLA comma debacle.
1: No. There was a Green Hornet and a Green Lantern in the same year because you studios like to fuck movies. with each other. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the Green Hornet was Seth Rogen. The Green Lantern was Ryan Reynolds. Um,
2: and the MLA comma would have separated that out. From green superheroes to green superhero movies. Uh,
1: I suppose. <laughs> okay.
2: Maybe it wouldn't have. I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. My number four is a movie that when I first saw it, I, I saw it with Tess in Albany on a date. Uh, <laughs> and on a date. <laughs> on a date. <laughs> um no. I saw it on a date. <laughs> on a fucking date. Ooh, date. No, no. Um I saw Lars von Trier's melancholy on a date and it put a gigantic knot in my stomach. Like I like I to the point where I wasn't sure what I thought of it. And in hindsight, this is a great movie. It's one of the only recent movies to make it onto the uh, sight and sound list this early. Like, really impressive. Uh, But it's upsetting because it's basically about this character played by Kirsten Dunst, who is uh, a depressive, and her sister who's helping plan the wedding, who's kind of a high-strung, anxious type. And it's about the clash of their personalities and how this wedding kind of gets fucked up. But while that's happening a giant um, celestial body may or may not smash into the earth and destroy all life. And what happens is the closer we get to this potential of destruction, the more this depressive dunce character is able to function. But it's really about this mirroring of these two sisters' personalities, and it's it's gorgeous and dark and uh, highly recommend. And Kirsten Dunst is great. Should have been nominated. Oh, cool.
2: Haven't heard of that movie either. Uh, My number four is... uh Moneyball, because it was good. And it was very sentimental, actually, and very cute. I liked that. And then uh, Brad Pitt was charming, as always. And uh, it was based on a book by that dude who wrote about the recession shortly thereafter. I forget his name, but he's... I've heard him talk on NPR a bunch of times, and he's really cool. So I dug it. And Sorkin
1: wrote it. It was Sorkin's screenplay. Oh, you mean the... the,
2: the it was based on a book. Oh, the book, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... But written by that guy, that g- guy, he does a lot of statistical analysis of, n- of numbers, found baseball statistical analysis of numbers very interesting, as well as um, the recession and, oh, the big short. He wrote the big short, right?
1: I don't know the big short.
2: Okay, I can't yeah. verify any of this. This is just what's floating around in my brain uh, like turds in a toilet. So, <laughs> those are what I describe <laughs> my th- <laughs> That's what I describe my thoughts as. Anyway, I liked Moneyball. It was very cute, especially with uh, the daughter singing, You're such a loser, Dad. You're such a loser, Dad. At the end, which was kind of funny. Um, Grandy, you're number four? I mean, you're number three. Well,
0: uh, my number three, uh, funny enough, uh, when I wrote this list, would have, I- well, well, is Moneyball. Um, though when I wrote the list, I thought that Moneyball was about the Boston Red Sox, uh, but apparently it's about the A's. From what you NFL guys are A's. saying, which kind of takes, which uh, kind of takes a lot away from the movie, uh, especially since you know I haven't seen it, and the reason it would have been my number three is because I thought it was the Red Sox, and y- I think uh, I have a appreciation for uh. The Red Sox, and so it's not my number three, but that's where it is on my list. And thus, uh, uh, I guess uh, there you have it, you A's people. Uh, no, no, you should totally you stole see it, it, it from me.
1: If you're like a baseball lover or you love like underdog sports stories, this one is very cool.
0: And, and I do, which is also part of the reason I added it as high on the list as I did. Because I know that Brad Pitt's in it. And uh, almost every single movie I've ever seen Brad Pitt in, maybe even every single one of them, has been good. And is pa- yeah. a big part of the reason it's been good, is because Brad Pitt does his job very well.
1: It's I would say it's his best performance that he's ever given. Like oh yeah, yeah yeah no no it's really subtle and it uses his movie star like abilities, but it's also like subtle and character driven. Mm. It's it's a good performance. Huh. He's good. He's getting really good. Bradford. Even though his appearance in 12 Years a Slave is very random.
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, he's at that yeah, place. He'll be in good in someday. In famousness. He know, he's good he Moneyball and
1: uh, like. Jesse James and Tree of Life like he really But Christoph Waltz was better. Oh, and what?
2: In most movies Christoph Waltz is in.
1: Oh, I I love Christoph Waltz. That's another another topic.
2: Oh, uh, what
0: wha- what are we doing? Where are we at? Oh, Rob, uh, what is your number three?
2: Oh Hold on, I left it in the other room. Oh, right, yeah,
0: pretty. Oh, no,
1: no it's never right. I just got confused because we were talking. Um. <laughs> there he goes. Whoop-a-da-boo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, Rob, man, what's your number three?
2: My number three is about a movie which is about what film is all about. Which is Drive. Because Drive is uh, basically Taxi Driver for 2011. It's perfect. It shows the emotional dullness of everyday life versus the bliss of a new relationship that's still on all sides, beseeched by the dullness of everyday life. And it does a good job of showing that. I like how everything is bland, and even the bright pink of the title letters as written on the poster do not seem to permeate its darkness. So that makes it my number three.
0: It sounds like a downer movie.
2: <laughs> Wobbly Bob concurs.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I guess if that is your number three, Robert Whiting, then my number two—it's got to be Thor. This one.
1: Oh no, this is your three. Oh wait, no, wait.
0: I uh, know it's my two. We're on.
1: Yeah, see, we're on. Two. He starts. So it should have been Rob's four.
0: No, I should I have been did Rob's my three. Four, which Money Bowl. Yeah, no, we you guys were on th- we were on three and now we're on two. Oh, uh,
1: then then I think you guys might have skipped me. All right,
0: oh, what's you uh, uh, your three, Pretty?
1: Okay, my three.
0: Oh yeah, we no, we did skip you.
1: My three.
2: I was stoked I'm skipping you, but. Yeah, wait, no, <laughs> that's a
0: great idea, actually. Pretty, uh, we don't care what your number three is. Uh, what do you have to no, say no, no, about Brady, that?
2: no, do your number three. I'm gonna go get cookies.
1: But but you're gonna want to hear this one. You yeah like I this know, one. Yeah, no, Rob. Sure I'm uh, I'll anyway, post it for us. If uh, if Rob were here, he'd hear me saying that uh, my <laughs> number three is Drive. Um uh, wow. His Drive is super cool. Drive's like listening to like a really like glossy, sad techno song, and uh, yeah, it's just. It's like very kind of comic cool in a way, but it's also got a lot of emotion to it and fantastic acting from Ryan Gosling and from Albert Brooks as the least likely villain ever. But he's terrifying, uh, and it's goddamn got the coolest car chases ever, and uh, it's just – it is cool. Like, not enough things are just cool, and that's mostly what they are. This mm-hmm. thing is, is fucking cool, but with, with a little bit of hurt in it. So, yeah, it's it's fucking sweet. It's groovy as shit. Nice.
0: Sounds like a... Drive makes it sound like a racing movie.
1: Yeah. It's kind of a sad, exciting, cool drive. Wow. Ah. To be that guy who's just like, I might die.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that movie being in both of you guys' top four it must be excellent. Although, I should watch it.
2: Here's his drive.
1: Matter of drive.
2: All right, Grandy, your number two.
0: Uh, my number two. Um, and this is one that I have seen. Um, and it's not my favorite of the genre. Uh but I thought for what was kind of expected of it. Uh, it ended up being a heck of a lot better, and the things that y- you went into it expecting to not be great, uh, kind of were great. Um, and that one is Thor. Uh, the Thor comic is kind of boring as shit, uh, but uh, <laughs> but the, when they brought it into the movie thing, they I thought it did well, and and Thor was like who he was in the comic, but uh i guess the actor who played him whoever that was uh did a good job of making oh. it funny and having him be like a god like he
2: is i remember the comics from um that movie uh the babysitter adventures in babysitting where like the daughter's totally obsessed with the thor hmm. comics Wow. Ah. Anyway, go on, Grandy. Sorry.
0: Well, yeah, I've read a couple of Thor comics. Meh. Didn't really go dive into them. But the, Thor's a great addition to the Avengers. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, if Avengers had come out that year, Thor would probably be number three. But they, it was a great movie. They did a good job with them. Way better than anyone expected, I think. Brady.
1: Alright, my number two, and I don't normally like to spotlight, but this is a prominent part of the movie, so I will this once. Uh, Number two is probably my favorite gay movie, and also one of my very favorite, even this early in its being a movie career, uh, romance movies, period. And it is Weekend, Um, and this is a fantastic kind of slice in the life set-over-three-days kind of movie, Think Lost in Translation, anything that focused Or before the before movies certainly come to mind that focus very intensely on the beginning of a very short relationship. And so it's just this very tightly drawn, incredibly acted, uh, and very, very well-written movie about uh, a young closeted gay man in England. And uh, he's very kind of polite and to himself. And then over a weekend, he meets a guy and... Has a relationship with him, uh, one that ends up not lasting by the end. But yeah, um, it's hard to talk about this without just going into specifics because it's just—it's uh, one of those movies that hangs it's around here. Okay, it's a
2: spoiler full podcast. You can
1: <laughs> no, quit spoiling
0: the movies from 2011 that I haven't seen, you guys.
1: <laughs> the, this movie <laughs> like I can't recommend highly it. enough. It was originally my number one, but I had to move it down to two. But it's. It's one of those movies that hangs around your head like a bad breakup, but it's it's very sweet and good. And, uh, yeah, it's genuinely emotional and smart. I highly recommend it.
2: All right. That's that's cool. Uh, my number two is uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> The Artist because it be very much tugs on my heartstring that resonates Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin and I love them from my childhood and just from existing in the world in general
0: mm.
2: and i mean the characters and the artists really happy come silent movie The hero killed the clown Can't make a sound Can't make a sound Can't make a sound It's very much like that.
0: Oh, uh, that's right. The artist is a silent movie, huh? Yeah. I've been... Yeah.
2: So, um... Cheers. Oh.
0: Okay, so I guess then my number 1 uh for movies that I've watched in the year or er, that came out in 2011 is going to be the uh that Transformers movie, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh thought the Transform I uh, d- I didn't watch Transformers growing up, uh, but uh, I watched the newest Transformer movies, uh, the whole series of them, and I thought they were excellent. And I watched a little bit of like Beast Wars and you know, Transformer-esque type of things. Uh, Michael Bay? But I thought the movies were cool. Uh, and, I mean, there's not much more to say about them than they were really cool. And it had, like, an okay story, but it was your regular old... Kind of story you would expect with a uh, sci-fi? No, wait. just done by. I'm not even sure Michael what I'm trying Bay? to say all of a sudden, but uh, but it was cool. Uh, it's
2: quite the Simpson Bay production, and the 3D was died of m- cancer, pretty
0: all right, which gives it a little bit of extra bump up from Thor.
1: Michael <laughs> Bay <laughs> for nine. R- my number one. I guess also, I could, had Transformers. I couldn't pick much more of a clash <laughs> of uh, arty chocolate to sprinkle into Grandy's uh, big <laughs> fun peanut butter, <laughs> but I'm gonna, because yeah, uh, my number one, upon further reflection, at one point slipped as low as three, but it's back. Uh, it is Tree of Life. Uh, I think this is a, a unique and very hate it. <laughs> I know you hate it, <laughs> uh, but no, no, I th- I think this is a fantastic movie. To be
2: honest, uh, for anybody who didn't listen to all our podcasts, I hate it as much as Il Gatapardo, which a lot of people hi- hold in high regard. Uh, I do not, Lord and I man. neither hold Tree of Life in high regard. They're about the same level for me.
1: Pompey. They both made the sight and sound, but Tree of Life is still in the 200s. Anyway, uh, no, I think it's a, a fa- it wrestles it. It uses a uh, film the way film should be. It's big and imagistic, but also is it shot very on film? Human. I don't know what it's shot I'm pretty on. Pretty
2: sure it's shot digital.
1: It's shot digitally. What matters is the image. Film is about the image, and this is a movie about the image. Film is
2: about celluloid. You're talking about yeah CCD film.
0: stuff. Film's old and obsolete.
1: I'm talking about shot composition. This oh, you're talking about cinematography. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what shot composition is. You're talking about is.
2: photographs, but boy, not. I mean, film refers
1: to film. I appreciate the distinctions in film, but uh, you're free to use whatever one you want. It's about what you present with it. Uh,
2: I'm just saying that it's not film if it's digital.
1: Okay, well, I was using it in uh, you know, in a colloquial sense.
0: Like if I said yeah, I watched I a film with
2: you. And re, uh, Pompey.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I think... <laughs> oh, I, I think, I just like I think uh, Malik's always had a big, naturalistic kind of eye, a, a big eye and an eye for nature. And so, yeah, what better way to turn that eye than to big, thorny questions of the existence of God and the universe. And then, you know, he masterfully microscopes them into the smallest scale, into the family unit, into one-family units coming up in the 1950s in Texas. Uh, yeah, no, I'd I think it's a beautiful movie, beautifully composed, and uh, yeah, fantastic.
2: Mm. Well, my number one is, of course, (laughs) the 2011 re-release of the 1994 film The Lion King, because come on, The Lion King is one of the best films of all time, and it just beats everything else in 2011. So there you go, Simba.
0: Uh well I mean I, I I gotta say like the re-release of it added so much to the original version that how could it not be the best film of the entire year I mean it was like so much better than the original so in did, so many ways
1: Did did the tell me this at least Did the re-release have like that Zazu song in it? No
2: no it's just the same movie just okay, remastered.
1: because I've heard the uh, bad Zazu They touched song. it up a little. The morning report song—that thing is n- an abomination.
2: I mean, it had a lot of uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but said so it the original.
1: More Jonathan Taylor Thomas than normal. Wait, no, the y- same. W- where was JTT
0: in any of the Lion King? He is
1: Simba. Really? Young Simba. Huh. He's Simba. He's little Simba. Matthew Broderick's. Is that, that why Simba. everyone
0: loved him in elementary school?
1: Nah, home that improvement. Is. Yeah, home, home uh-huh. improvement. Uh-huh. And, and, you know,
2: just, you know, celebrity rehab.
1: Why is he in rehab?
2: I mean, he was in when I was in elementary school, and he was in elementary school. I mean, there was celebrity rehab back then, right? <laughs> yeah, but he would have been, like, <laughs> doctor. Uh, yeah, I know. He's been an addict for a long time.
0: Are you trying to unage
1: yourself, bro?
2: I'm trying to re-age Jonathan
0: Taylor Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: hard to do you <laughs> need the right barrel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, dude's gotta be the same age as we are. Give or take two years. All Maybe right,
1: so wait, did we do all me. did
2: we do everyone's number one like then? A year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well shit, let's stop pussyfooting around the thing where we go like that was rank it for the week. Thanks, tune in next uh, next week. next next week to this entirely separate podcast now called Rank It.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
0: Bye bye. Break it. Break it. Break
1: it. Break it. Break it. Bitch. When I first saw it, I I saw it with Tess in Albany on a date. On a date. (laughs) On a date. (laughs) On a fucking date.